Hey, 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 what's good, fam? It's Tuesdays with Tawana. What's up, what's up on this Tuesday afternoon with so much joy and excitement and just, I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) This is Tuesdays with Tawana. I am Dr. Tad, your host and your curator for Tuesdays with Tawana every Tuesday, 2 o'clock Eastern time where we build community one womanist episode at a time. We build community together, we engage, we dialogue, we have fun, we talk about serious stuff, we talk about current events, we talk about life, we just chop it up. That's what we do here on a Tuesday, a half an hour, just to kind of give you a space to breathe. You know, you're busy working, doing what you do, Take a half an hour a week just to sit and enjoy this gathering. What's good, Jan? Good to see you as always. Thank you for your support. Yeah, a little different. You know, I've had locks for three or four years now, and I've never had a style. I only either pinned it up or leave it down. And so this is brand new for me. This is brand new. Um... Yeah, and it's coming out because I'm tender-headed, and these Bantu knots might be cute, but uh, um, they hurt, and they are coming out very soon. So so anyway, we're going to chop it up today. You know, I have my uh, public service announcement that I need to make before we um, begin. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Tad under Dr. Tad Enterprises. I am affiliated with numerous organizations, and this is all about me and my organization. So my views don't necessarily, um, they're not necessarily the views of the organizations that I support. Um, they may agree, and some may not agree, but um, this is This is not sponsored by any of the organizations, the beautiful, beloved, amazing, powerful, brave, supportive organizations that I uh, connect with. So this is, this is all me. This is, this is all me here. Um, Oh, hey, what's good, Natalia? Oh, you are gorgeous. It's nice to see you as always. Always, I love you dearly. Just, yeah, I love you dearly. Good to see you. Hey, brother, always good to see you here supporting your little sister on Tuesdays with Tawana. So yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 a lot to talk about. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, I I don't do styles but this style was inspired by Beyonce because I went to see Beyonce on Sunday and if I tell you that show it was an experience it wasn't just a concert it was truly an experience what's up Michelle I miss you so much queen I miss you. Yes, I do. Oh, I forgot to do some housekeeping. Like if you 
you know, want to engage, just pop it in the chat and then I will insert your comment into this narrative because this is a dialogue. It's not about me talking for the next 30 minutes. Um, so just feel free to pop uh, your comments, your thoughts, questions, reactions in in the chat. So back to Beyonce. I went to see Beyonce on Sunday and well, we begin was, this afternoon with the sudden death of New Jersey's Lieutenant amazing. Governor. Sheila Oliver Hold died today at the second. age of 71, just one day after she was rushed to the hospital the for an undisclosed medical issue. And good so, afternoon to you. I'm Liz Cho. I'm Sandra Bookman in today for David. Second. Oliver was a trailblazer yeah. and an inspiration. She serves Don't as the first know. black assembly speaker, and she was the first woman of color to serve in a statewide elected office in the history of New Jersey. Oh Governor Murphy gosh. typically introduced Oliver terrible. as his quote rocking lieutenant Good governor in a statement today the governor said that making Oliver his running mate back in 2017 in the was the best decision he ever made um, New Jersey report oh okay there we're gone all right and this is live and unedited so you just gonna get what you get all of the stuff and okay now we're okay so um Oh, Michelle, thank you. She said, it looks great on you and the glow you have. Yeah, this glow is, is all about you and community and the love that you continue to share, the love and light that you continue to share, the prayers for me as I continue on this journey of healing of metastatic breast cancer. And I take one day at a time, one moment at a time. I don't stop living life. I focus on the things that I want to expand. And that means I don't focus on, you know, the cancer. I am not my diagnosis, right? We've talked about this quite often. And I am um, living and living out loud and living the best I can. And nothing is perfect. There are times when I am called to rest. Um, there are times when I am called to care for myself and take some time off. There are times when I am in pain. There are times, anyway, all of that. And I do this because this gives me life. You know, music gives me life. I went to see Beyonce and that gave me life. That was just an amazing experience. So yeah, so all of that to say the hairdo was inspired because my my children said that this is this is the renaissance, you know, this is this is what we do. We are journeying on, you know, new things and just being ourselves and um, creating this new uh, way of being and being free. And if I tell you the people that were at the concert, I was just in awe with the the outfits and the expressions and just being in a safe space. And I wish that we could have that safe space all the time for everyone. Um, the the hairdos, the outfits, the hats, the glitter, the fringes, the chaps, the cowboy hats. Um, it was just absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, older people, younger people, everyone in between, um, those who are of the LGBTQ plus community, those who, um, husband and wives. So, I mean, to bring everyone together like that, that is, that's like my dream 
why I do what I do, because I want to bring us all together for um, to experience liberation, because it really can't be one-sided, right? Like, I would love to see all of our Black beloveds liberated. And at the same time, if those who aren't called in or called out on their stuff, then we're going to continue to fight. And I'm tired of fighting. You know, I'm tired of fighting. I want people to own their stuff and to be able to provide reparations, to ask for forgiveness, to apologize, because a true apology means you name the thing and then you don't do it again. It's not, I'm sorry if I hurt you. That, that's not an apology. An apology is, I'm sorry I caused harm. And I caused harm by saying or doing X, Y, and Z, and this will not happen again. And then that person has to go and do the work so that it doesn't happen again, right? So, you know, when we're this, I felt so liberated during Beyonce's concert. I felt free. I, I felt just, I mean, everyone was so kind and so loving and giving each other compliments. And if only we can experience that every single day. Dr. Jamie in the building, well, bless you. I'm only glowing because you're glowing. I am because you are. This is how we do this thing up in here. Um, oh, <laughs> my brother said, let's talk about your beautiful outfit with the cowboy boots. Yeah, I had on. Now, those who know me, I really don't wear shorts. It's not really a reason. Like, I'm not, I love my body. Love my body. Learn to love my breastless body. We've talked about this. But I had on these uh, jean shorts, short shorts, and my cowboy boots with a bustier that matched the cowboy boots and a blazer because all of my stuff is in storage because some of you know that I'm built having a house built. So a lot of my stuff is in storage. So some of my outfits I, I didn't have access to. So I had on this white linen blazer. So it, it was cute. And but I can't take credit because my, my children dress me. My children told me what to do with my hair, like do some bantu knots and some twists. They really wanted bantu top, bantu knots all over my head. I, I can't deal with the pain. I am so tender-headed. Like, if it wasn't for Tuesdays with Tawana so I could show this style and my Beyonce-inspired style, I would have taken this out. So right after this show, well, really, right after work, because when I get off of this episode, I need to get back to work. But they're coming out because it hurts, and beauty is, you know, sometimes painful. So <laughs> Dr. Jamie said, fully embodying our whole selves. Yeah, it was, whew, it, it was absolutely amazing and so appropriate for Black August because last week we talked about, you know, the history of Black August, how Black August came about, and, and a lot of us um, don't know about Black August. We, we didn't know about it, and after you know experiencing the show, we, we've learned more about it and people were able to do some research about it and how you know it started in, in California uh, with revolutionaries being arrested and um, martyrs and, and people who, who, who fought 
for, for, for life and for freedom and for liberation. So you have Black August, and then you then I had an opportunity to experience this liberation in a way that was free, where no one was judging me, no one was, you know, looking at me. I mean, it was just beautiful and magical, and that's who we are. This is who we are, and we have so much hate, and people who hate because we could just be who we be. I mean, people with see-through shirts and um, these elaborate outfits that were absolutely beautiful. I mean, it, I can go on for the entire episode about the Beyonce concert, how Beyonce made you feel like sh like she was singing to you. She just turns into, and I think I um, heard this in an interview, how she just morphs into a different person when she is on stage. And you can see it. You can see the passion. You can feel the love. And she just brought us all into this space. And at the end of the concert, she talked about, I hope that you felt loved and seen and accepted and all of these positive affirmations that is her goal for her concert and she said you know because of you talking about the audience and um and the attendees i am able to do what i love and i feel like that with tuesdays with tawana because of you i am able to do what I love, and that's love on you, love on me, love on each other, so we can continue to build community. Uh, Michelle said, God is so, oh gosh, Michelle. <laughs> God is so good to see you. I am crying at work, tears of, of joy. Thank you, Michelle. Because I'm here, and I'm here because of you. And I'm here during this Black August because of the so the shoulders that I stand on. I am here this Black August to rest and reflect, learn, and then act. So speaking of acting and taking some action, we all saw, and if we haven't, we need to go and find it somewhere, the Riverboat Revolution, as Natasha Robinson Esquire called it. Um, I didn't get to watch her anniversary. Congratulations to Natasha Robinson Esquire for her one-year anniversary for Legalese Please. Um, she does uh, uh, appearances on Court TV and just amazing and brilliant. And when I was scrolling through Facebook as I was posting you know, the show for today, uh, I saw a riverboat revolution, and I, I hadn't seen that before. I saw the brawl, and I didn't want it to be negative, right? So shout out and all credit to Natasha. Um, even if she got it from somewhere else, I saw it from her, and credit um, and cite black women. That's what I got to say. So if you did not see it, I need you to watch from beginning to end all the different clips about the Riverboat Revolution. It just gave me life to see how our beloveds came together to protect, support, and fight for our rights in that moment by any means necessary came from near and far 
came running down the ramp to the pier, swam from the riverboat onto the pier, came out of nowhere, what it seemed as if they came out of nowhere, to protect a brother, to protect a black beloved who was doing their job in that moment. And, and from what I understand, I don't know if, if, if this is true or not. I, I didn't get a chance to research it before I, I came online. But from what I understand, number 45 was just in Montgomery, Alabama, maybe a couple of days before. And you know what happens when number 45 shows up in certain areas. Um, his followers tend to be a bit brazen and they feel um, this extra sense of entitlement and the the racist behavior just it 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 multiplies and they just feel as if they can do and say what they want to do and they attack this this our black beloved for doing their job because the smaller boat was not supposed to be parked there because the larger river boat was supposed to be docked there. So they attack the brother and people came from everywhere. But, and I love our people. I love our people. So let's just run through some scenarios, right? First of all, the Black Beloved, the one who's just working hard, doing his job, when they came for... <laughs> When they came for him, he threw up his hat. And of course, our people with memes and videos, that was the bat signal. Like, yo, come through. I need help. Then the people come, the beloveds, all types of beloveds, young, not so young, those who may identify as woman, man, not who er, is everybody showed up and then memes came out where these were now the avengers right they had the flame around them the avengers came through and at first they were breaking up you know moving the the white people away from the doc the worker right and then other um, white people started to attack those who were trying to protect the brother who was on the ground. So, of course, then they had to defend themselves. And then in comes dude who swam from the boat onto the dock to help because they all these people were on the boat and couldn't do anything because they were stuck on the boat. But this young brother, young dude jumps off the boat, swims to the dock, and then content, you know, chimes in and, and does what, what, what they need to do to protect. Um, and now they're protecting everyone. They're protecting each other. They're protecting the dock worker. And then, of course, and then, of course, the infamous chair. The chair was, that was, that got it for me. That, that got it for me. 
Um, let me just add a little piece here because I am going to ask how y'all felt about watching this. But I felt like a little Holy Ghost. Like the ancestors were were calling. The ancestors were, were I mean, they were present. Like, no, th this, this is not going to happen here in this place. Too much negativity and killing and selling and dehumanizing has happened on that same pier, in that same area in Montgomery, Alabama, the home of the bus boycott. The, the, the ancestors, I just felt something in my soul just well up when I finally caught up. Because I went to see Beyonce and then, of course, I came home and passed out because I'm a little older and my feet were hurting and so I needed to rest. But the next day, I caught up on everything. The ancestors were present um, and the, ch the chair that we all, we all know those chairs. They, they are known as church chairs. They could be wedding chairs and community center chairs, but a lot of church folk could resonate with the church chair with folding chair, right? So that all happened. So now um, it, it was it was amazing for us to come together. I think I saw Michelle, yeah, she said she she saw togetherness. That that's what I saw. And and that's what I would that's what I want for us. Like I want us to be able to have each other's back by any means necessary. What's good, Jimmy Mack? <laughs> two weeks in a row and you making me smile good looking oh thank you thank you i appreciate it um i did see togetherness i saw support i saw protection i saw so much and was just so <sighs> some of it was funny oh i was gonna say just just a little caveat here so I'm not going to say, and this is inspired by my son, Eric, because people to, no, let me not say people. I, I probably would have said something like, I don't condone violence, but this blah, 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 blah. V violence has been a part of these disunited states of America from its inception. And there are times in our history when we respond, it whether it is truly violence, fist to cuff, or if it's what we say or what we do that appears to be violent because people view us as violent just by our nature and our stature and the color of our skin, the texture of our hair, who we roll with, all of that, all of that, I don't condone violence. What I do condone is responding by any means necessary to protect our beloveds. I do not like when people are causing harm. I do not like it when racist actions cause someone to be lynched. That's violent. I don't condone or support those who especially white folk who are silent because silence is violence so there are levels to this 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 right I'm about to curse again um there's levels to this so here in this instance when i am defending 
myself and defending my beloveds, I'm here for it all day. All day, every day. Period. Full stop. Full stop. So let's see. Let's see what folk have to say about their experience. Um, Larry says... Oh, hold on, let me fix these comments so I can read it all at the same time. Um, Larry says, cause and effect, and what you send out is what you will get. You better preach. Accepting this fact shows that how we react is sometimes called karma and payback. Uh, and in this case, it just happens that race was a factor in both the timing and the place. So the anger and delight brought about to, for this fight is a symptom of longstanding American plight. And if you disagree, check the science and see the dynasties that have fallen historically. Larry, I'm about to throw this mic at you. You know how you throw a shoe at the preacher when they preaching? I, I, that... That right there, the show is over, y'all. The show is over. My, my brother done shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. What? Did y'all go back to the comment, y'all, and read what he just said. <laughs> Even you got Dr. Jamie talking about you talking good. <laughs> what? So for this Black August, not, for any time, nothing is happenstance. Nothing is coincidence. Everything is for a reason. Everything is in, you know, um, like Larry was talking about, you know, the, the impact, um, our actions, the reactions, the karma, what we put out in the universe. We give all of that is, is truth. That is, that is truth. And on, as we honor and celebrate Black August, I think we have an opportunity, beloveds, to take this moment, right? Because we thought George Floyd was going to do it, right? May he rest well. And, and we, want, we don't want his blood crying from the ground anymore. We thought we were going to, or they were going to learn. We were going to learn how to come together and continue to use our voices and our feet and our bodies and our hands to, to fight the good fight. We thought it would happen with Breonna Taylor. We thought it would happen with Trayvon Martin. We thought it would happen with Sandra Bland. And it happens for a moment and then we forget. And we can't forget. Black August is telling us, let's, let us not forget those who were martyrs, those who, are, who fought so that we can do the things that we do now, the shoulders that we stand on, the, the ancestors that continue to speak to us and through us and cover us and walk before us and, and walk behind us and carry us if necessary. We must not forget what Black August, and this did not happen in Black August by mistake. I, this happened in order for us to see what true unity looks like. It didn't matter what ed level of education you had, where you come from, what your hair is like. Everybody came together to support and protect this beloved who was being attacked by white racist, white privilege, white supremacist, white thought, 
45 listening to false narrative having we came together beloveds on this black august let us be reminded that we can come together and we can come together and shift this narrative like never before even in in our past with uh revolutionaries some people agreed with the black panthers some people didn't some people you know believed in martin luther king some people didn't some people agreed with harriet tubman some people didn't some church folk were like sojourner truth i'm not really feeling you and some did because she spoke up and spoke out against church antics i mean the list goes on and on and even though everyone is not going to agree we have an opportunity to come together and find we have more in common than we do differences and when we don't agree we can still follow what is called the revolution. We can still be a part of the revolution. The revolution is how we then move from a space of dehumanization and oppression and racism and disrespect and homophobia and the list goes on and on and on. The revolution then brings us to wholeness and humanity and love for one another and unconditional positive regard and being able to call people in to have conversations, to be able to call people in when we don't agree and talk about how can we come together in order for us to draw closer to liberation. We cannot be liberated if we are not free. And if we are not free, that means that we are bound to the to the uh, adage of of Western culture and white supremacy and white supremacist thought. We, we cannot be free if we continue to follow the ills and believing what people tell us in a negative way. We cannot be free if people tell us that our skin is skin color is a threat or where we live or our level of income is a threat or we are all bad people or we are dehumanized. We cannot be free until we turn that around. And once we are free, then we can experience liberation because freedom and liberation are two different things. Freedom can be free from chains, but you're still not free in your mind. Freedom can be, I have the, the freedom to have a job and to go to school, but I am still dehumanized. Liberation means that I am liberated from all the negative um, talk and all of the, the, the hate and all of the racist behaviors. I am liberated from that and it doesn't impact me because I got my crew over here ready to defend me, ready to support me, ready to hold me up, ready to hold my arms up like Aaron and her did for Moses whenever Moses got tired. Just like when Deborah was sitting on the, the throne and people had to listen to her in order to win the battle. We are liberated from the status quo. So Black August is teaching us how to move forward into a space of liberation and the Riverwalk Revolution was just an example of how we can move together so that we can fight against the status quo and we can have more leaders and be honored as hu human beings and be honored as divine human beings without anyone giving us approval to do so. 
So now, beloveds, as we are at our time, what I am asking as we move forward, that whenever, because you know, <laughs> just from our history and the nature of the court system and the two sides may not be treated equally. So we need some good lawyers to support our beloveds who came in self-defense. Self-defense, there is a third party self-defense. So they came to defend our beloved. So we need to make sure that they do not spend undue time in jail because our incarceration rates, as you know, are disproportionate to those white people who are incarcerated. And people are still incarcerated over $100 bail that they cannot afford. You may think it's only $100, but they cannot afford it. And, and they are still in jail for years and years. We look at Khalif, um, the late Khalif Browder, Browder who um, died um, after being in jail and not being able to afford uh, his bail. And then his mother died of heartbreak. We cannot have that happen right now. We need to step up and set the example of how we support our beloveds who stepped in and risked their lives because when the police came, who were the first people they began to arrest? Pay attention, beloveds. They began, and, and the dude did have the chair, but it took y'all forever to get there, and the white folks started it. So I know eventually they left in cuffs, but moving forward, I wonder if the our black beloveds are going to be set um, um, they, they're going to set an example, um, of punishing, if you will, unjustly punishing our black beloveds for getting involved in this fight for humanization and respect and honor and liberation. So with that, brother, I am going to post your comment for sure. Um, Oh, Nona, good to see you. Wow. Thank you for joining. So I, I encourage us to continue to send love and light to the beloveds who might be facing jail time or exorbitant uh, uh, bail and, and, and let us just avail ourselves to the atmosphere so that the atmosphere can respond accordingly and give our black beloveds what they need so that they can remain free and they can remain um, out of the system and um, not have to face um, any uh, charges at all or any charges that are um, based on you know racism and this unjust justice system. Yes. So with that, thank you for joining. Thank you for chiming in. Thank you because this is how we build community, one womanist episode at a time. And I always say womanist episode because I love womanism as this ideology, as this epistemology, as this ontology, a way of knowing, a way of being, a way of showing up in the world. And as a womanist, um, 
it, you, everyone on this feed can be a womanist because it is about centering black women, black women, femmes and thems, centering us so that everyone else can be free. We can be free. It's about our freedom first, and then we lift as we climb. So this is why I call it a womanist episode because it's, it's centering me and those I represent and at the same time, I want my brother to be free. And I want white folk who know how to center black beloveds as human beings and continue to fight, continue to sew into organizations and schools and continue to speak and use their privilege in places. They also can be womanists as long as they center black beloveds and not themselves. So this is a quick teachable moment why I call this a womanist uh, episode because it is about our liberation and our freedom and our healing and our wholeness and we lift as we climb. We want others to be free as well. It's not some elitist ideology. It is really communal. And this is what we do with Tuesdays with Tawana. Michelle, I love you too. Jan says preach. I love y'all dearly. Thank you for joining on Tuesdays. Could you know share this? It's always on various podcasts. It's on YouTube. Um, yeah. And this is the 125th episode, season three. So thank you for being with me during this time and building community one womanist episode at a time. I'm Dr. Tad. I love you to the moon and beyond. And I am out. Peace.